Guys, this episode of Oops the Podcast is brought to you by Hangobi, our ride and die beverage at this point in our existence. We love Hangobi. We love the founders. Uh, shout out to Conrad. And uh, this is just a solid utility drink that can get you through any moment. Got to be honest, Ryan, other Friday night, had a big night. Had a very big night. Too big of a night. Hill Dog was out of town. I went hard. I was out super late uh, with a couple friends of the pod. Sean Gardini, Lil Sasquatch, saw the bar close. Not the ideal scenario, but I'll tell you what, if you do end up in that situation, you wake up the next day not feeling too hot, at least you know you got a little hangover there for you. I prefer the wake after a tough night, kind of gets you going, wakes you up. Uh, nice little dose of healthy caffeine, uh, and it also has a delicious taste. And I actually like to watch early in the morning when I'm, when I'm watching tennis live from Europe as well. Throw it on there over a gigantic ice cube. Really enjoy it. The other two flavors, the Essential, the Calm, both amazing. The Essential is great for just general healthy living. The Calm, like the name, good for calming yourself down at the end of a busy day. Or if you're just trying to, you know, take a deep breath and chill out, there's a little bit of melatonin in the recipe. Uh, three delicious drinks, great for mixing with alcohol, great for just living your best life. Go to hangobi.com, use promo code OOPSIMHUNG. You'll get 30% off of your order. Hangobi is now in hundreds of stores across the country. Uh, you can go use the store finder on their website to find a store near you that sells Hangobi. Uh, so hopefully you get a Hangobi and cheers. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Guys, welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. Uh, if you want to see me live, you can catch me July 14th in Austin, Texas at the Vulcan Gas Company, August 10th at the Stan Comedy Club in New York City. Looking forward to seeing you there. Guys, today we have a very, very special guest. You've been requesting her for many years. Please give it up for the lovely Hill Dog. <laughs> Hello. Hi, hi, sweetie. Hi, honey. How you doing? <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> I'm nervous. I know, I know. It's all right. Don't be nervous. We're going to have okay. a great time. Guys, you... you uh, sent us so many amazing questions. Uh, it's going to be, this is going to be, it's going to be impossible to get through everything we need to get to in this episode. So there will inevitably be a hill dog part two episode and potentially a hill dog part three. Oh, please. Honey, that's how much stuff we have. There's a lot of good stuff. This is really fun. I feel like close to you right now doing this. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm a little, you know, Whatever. Well, I'm laughing because you said special guest and I was just thinking about the number of people that would think it was Pete and then it was me. I know, I know, I know. That's funny. I, people were still guessing that it might be might be you, but I think, yeah. Guessing pe- it was me? Pe- yeah, people were like, Pete? Oh, all my friends are like, is it Pete? I'm like, it's me. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Shout out to our boy Pete. That's very funny. Uh, well, Hill, we have, the, I don't even know where to start here, but I've structured this well to make sure that we hit all of the stuff. So you guys sent a lot of very good questions. There's a lot of overlap. So I've tried to like fuse the overlap into one perfect okay, question. Okay, we're going straight into questions. No, no, not yet. But oh. like, so there's some topics that we were going to cover anyway. And then in the second half of the episode, I like to specifically do questions. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's stuff that, I, that we were obviously going to talk about that we will talk about. So I, I apologize if we don't, uh, call out any of the specific questions by name, but just know that there's a chance that there was somebody who had a similar question to you and thank you for sending them anyway. Um, I like- so, okay. So first off, uh, I know that sometimes you worry that we, Francis and I misrepresented you a bit on the podcast over the years. Mm. I know that you thought that maybe we, we made it seem like you were serious or stern or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't even know what you thought specifically, but this is your time to defend yourself. Oh, I feel like you guys imitate me like that. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's live. Oh, um, I don't know if I really know if I need to defend myself. I think <laughs> what explain yourself. Yeah, defend feels extreme. <laughs> um, I, I guess I don't know. You guys just make me seem like so sassy, so like rigid sometimes. And you know, of course, there's always two sides of the story. I only want to defend myself when you tell your side of a story. Okay. So I attempted asking Hillary how she felt about our relationship. She thought that that topic was too broad and she was uncomfortable. So I walked her through a general framework of the itinerary of the episode so that she's prepared 
and that she can answer and keep I like her cool. to be prepared. Who it's, doesn't? It's good to be prepared. Good to, good to be prepared. prepared. Love you. Um, okay. So obviously one thing that everybody talks about is how we start, how things started for us. Everybody sort of famously heard the story of me sliding in your DMs on the surfboard, surfboard emoji. Um, <laughs> well, it started before that. It did? Yeah. So this is, here we go. This is where we're talking. So let's go. Well, how we actually met is, was probably a couple years before that in my really tiny little apartment in the East Village. Oh Teddy, my God. Our friend Teddy forgot his jacket. Have I told this publicly, this part of the story publicly? I don't even know. I may have, but I please go. Sorry. This makes it all the better. Okay. Um, so a couple of years before we officially met, you came by my apartment that I was living in with my two best friends and Teddy had forgotten his jacket and sort of made himself at home. Because you guys had a party previously. I think it was my birthday party, actually, wow. that Teddy had come to. Like early 20s birthday party, East Village, tiny apartment too hot, left his jacket mm-hmm. scenario. Okay. <laughs> Comes back with you. Um, Emily says, you know, is it okay if Teddy and, you know, his friend Julio come get his jacket now? I'm like, sure, but I'm not leaving my room. Like, can they, are they just picking it up and leaving? She's like, you're going to have to probably socialize for a second. So you guys come over. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm really not in the mood. So I like prepared to leave to go to the gym. So I'm like, okay, hi guys on my way out. Bye. Teddy's like, no, 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 like, what's up, Hill? Blah, 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 I'm chatting. And you interrupt me mid-sentence and go, wait, you're hot. Ew. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I, Emily was like in the other room for whatever reason. And I walk into the other room. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> what? Like, who did you bring to my house? I'm like, all right, I gotta go. And Dude, I said that out loud. You're hot. Yeah, I, was I like, can't. What the fuck was I doing? It's absurd. And also to do that to me who like would not sort of respond well to that. If you know me is even funnier because it's just, <laughs> it's just worse now. Um, and then in the meantime, like over the next few months, you would comment. <laughs> Julia would comment on Emily's like Instagram photos being like, tell your roommate to call me phone, phone, phone. <laughs> and Emily would be like, oh, my God. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, fast forward a couple years later and I guess Teddy match matchmaker galore told you. Okay. So let me, can I add some stuff in here? Sprinkle sure. some stuff in. So I did that in the apartment and I don't know why or what I did, but like we walk out of the apartment and Teddy was like, yo, that was wild. Like, like in a way where he like thought that was so sick. <laughs> I got it. I'm like, that guy's a loser. And I don't think I even made co- eye contact with Teddy. I just kept looking forward and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was the man. I don't That's know what right. I was going through during that time, but good for me. You anyway, were confident for whatever reason. So <laughs> I did that. Then I did do the commenting thing. And then Teddy kept sent, knew that I thought you was interested in you in general and like would send me v- pictures and like boomerangs of you that he felt would be triggering to me. And he was correct in doing that, which, which prompted the famous DM slide. I think you're the only person who refers to someone like being attractive or hot or interesting as triggering. I've started the movement. Now other others of my friends say it. Okay, it was triggering. It's triggering yeah. energy. Um, yeah, so then I guess Teddy told you I was single and you DM me and I was like, this guy again. Like what is going on? <laughs> you know, all like all of the tactics were not not quite my style, but then we had a little bit of back and forth. And the first thing you said to me, you know, after your surfboard or whatever was, I think it was right before, like, I think Labor Day, you were like, you going to the Hamps this weekend? And I was like, ew, like, <laughs> what? Like the Hamps, like just assuming I'm going to be out there. I was like, I don't know, like what your crew is like, but, but no. In my defense, she posted a video of herself at like one of the places out there. So I just assumed that maybe she was a person who went out there. And I, wasn't I went out there like, you know, two weekends a year in a share house. Like, you know, I wasn't hitting the hamps. Right. And <laughs> hitting the hamps. And then I remember too, like, so that sort of went how it went. You were like, I'm not going to be in the hamps. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to be home in Chicago or whatever. And then I invited you to go to the museum during the day one day. Right. Yeah. You were. <laughs> yeah. You then messaged me and were like, you know, hi, welcome back, blah, blah want to you know want to hit the natural history museum with me tomorrow and we, it was like a monday and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna head there around two i was like 
who is this guy? I'm like, no, I have I have a job. I'm busy during the day. I'm like, who's this guy? I was also like, oh, you're so smart. You're so curious. Like Natural History Museum. Like I was just like, this guy is such a tool. And I was keeping it mad real, bro. And I was just like, okay, you're hot. Like surfboard in the DMs, like the Hamps, Natural History Museum at 2 p.m. I was like, is this just like a rich kid in New York City who doesn't have to do anything? Like, you know, is he just like thinks everyone's free all day? And I, I just, I had a very probably improper impression of you, but that was the role that you were playing, I would uh, argue. You you really aligned to that persona. Uh, well, this is funny too, because at the time, you know, you're early 20s, you're not from here originally. Like her whole social ecosystem, which you've said many times, is like all people who sort of like knew each other somehow, either from high school or college or camp or whatever. Everybody knew each other and like there was the dots were connected. There was never some like random older guy which is what I was. Well, I didn't know that at the time. Exactly. So that's interesting. And I wonder to what degree that helped or hurt me. Because if I was just this older guy, and now granted, you know, I was in my 20s as well. I'm still older than you. Um, You were not in your 20s. I wasn't. <laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. So this 30-something guy on a Tuesday afternoon. All right, fine. I'm in my 30s. You were, you were right. into your 30s, I was full. sir. <laughs> on your couch saying my you're mom, hot. My mom, when I first went out with you, which was, you know, probably a month later, a lot of back and forth. She's like, what does this guy want with you? Like, there's, there's got to be foul play involved. She was like, he's in his 30s. Like, you, like no, no. Interesting. Like, she was just I like, don't think I knew this. Yeah, you did. I did. It's okay. She's, she's bought in now. Okay, good. Um, well, anyway, it's funny because I wonder if you knew that I was just like the random, I'm not the random older guy, but I wasn't some guy who went to college with somebody or was like in your age range. No, if but that would have made it weirder. But at the time, I, you know, you were Teddy's friend. So as far as I was concerned, you were still in the ecosystem. And also remind you that the year prior, my friends had lived in the city and hung out with you. True. Or not the year prior. Sorry. A couple the years summer prior. before or whatever. A couple summers before. No, like when we were still in college. Okay. So whatever. People knew you. You were you were in the crew. And I wasn't like afraid of people not in the crew. I just, right. I didn't like. You just didn't know I didn't know specifics. who you were. I didn't know how you knew people. I figured maybe you went to college with somebody that I knew right. or whatever. And granted, Teddy's from the city. And so we, you know, you, it wasn't weird for you to assume that I might be a city kid. And in being a city kid, there is a possibility that I'm just one of these city kids who like, is some rich kid. Well, you which, asked me which if I was I, going to the Hamps and if I could go to a museum on a Tuesday. Which I'm obviously not. And then me being a comedian must even further compound that because that's a very my parents pay for my life thing to be doing. Which I again, not the case with were, me. Yeah, I thought you were like um, that up and side kid who's trying to rap. Right. Is that a per the, You were oh, showing me him. Right, 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 right. Yes. Yeah, I was like, trying to make it. Like Lil I Mabu is who Hillary is referencing. That's a very <laughs> deep cut. He's very good. He goes to collegiate. And he's crushing it on YouTube. Um, yeah, like I just figured that you were like, oh, I, I'm going to like try comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Standard. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, I th I got invited to a party at your apartment. No, so you didn't get invited. Oh, uh, I didn't? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we were hosting a party for... So the reason I know Teddy is because Emily, who I used to live with, that brought you over to the apartment originally, was dating Spencer forever. And it was Spencer's birthday and we were hosting him a birthday party mm -hmm. and I did not invite you actually you DM me again and said I hear you're having a party so I just thought that I was invited I thought that Teddy had said I could come or something and I was like yeah come on by and therefore I said I'm coming and I expected you to be excited excited but I I, I appreciated the way that you were playing hard to get I thought that you were interested in me uh, it seems that way <laughs> I, I'm clear on that I don't even think I was playing hard to get I just didn't know if I was interested uh -huh. yet, but uh -huh. that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Can fill it out. So anyway, I was like, "Yeah, come on by." And then you arrived, and we're so shy. Okay, I wasn't shy. <laughs> like, I was doing it on purpose. You know, he's like trying so hard. You know, let's hang, Hamps Museum. I'm coming to your party, and then he arrives, and he didn't say a word. He was standing in the corner, standing in the kitchen, like you know, just away. And mm -hmm. I was finally like, "Do you want to like come over here and sit next to me and like?" shoot your shot like what you're here like let's go okay it was not this she's painting a picture that doesn't accurately represent. you hey listen you got to paint a picture you know, know. for a thousand episodes I so this is I my turn i understand no need to have any venom there no venom okay. just fact. a bit of venom um i know that i did that on purpose because i didn't want to seem too eager what 
I put I You've I, been DMing me for weeks. I know. I put it on heavy, but then I wanted you to know that in a social situation I could function. I could talk to other people. I knew other people. Oh yeah. And I wanted to show you how the how I could function in a social environment and that I was very capable yeah. and you know, friendly and you know, you know, whatever. So I'm yeah. socializing. Then you did create an environment where you were sitting with an open space next to you. I don't think you said are you I gonna did. come sit? I think you I think you like jokingly said, and flirtily here. like patted the well, I was like, year. come on, any day now. Yeah. And then I came and sat down and we chatted. Mm-hmm. I got your number. Yeah. And then we set up a date. You there then left. Um, you left to go somewhere. Do we talk about that conversation too? No. Okay. What do you mean? Wait, what there was just like some name dropping. What? I was name dropping. I don't know. Was I? I'm a little bit. I was just confused by you. I didn't know who you were or what you were. I couldn't figure it out. I was name dropping. A little bit. What but did I can, say? We can remove that. No, part. it's okay. What did I say? No, I don't. I don't want to. You're embarrassed for me. But I think I think that it was a situation where it would have been like, oh, okay, this is why I had literally just met Ariana Grande. How am I not going to bring that up? We Ariana Grande comes up, and I was like, I just met Ariana Grande. No, no, no. I I said something about her coincidentally, and you were like, oh yeah, I was just at dinner with her. Dude, I was like, uh, what? There is the funniest picture of me and her too that I don't think I've ever showed anybody. We can we can definitely like put that somewhere where she's like, dude, putting makeup on me or something, dude. It's like the funniest picture of all time. So anyway, bro, that's cool to me that okay. I met Ariana Grande. I'm so not we, like name dropping. Okay, I just uh, you, you know, it was falling into line with this with you know, this guy that, I, that you think kind I of idea I had of you, and okay. so my other roommate Casey and I left our own hosted party for a different party and we were like see you later mm-hmm. um you did get my number and you texted me and i said to casey i was like who is that guy and i will credit her because she had said he's great he's super fun you should definitely go out with him give him a chance like you'll have a good time you, if casey. nothing else thank you casey and casey is not you know always she doesn't throw that around easily, in my opinion. So I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, and we went to another party and you texted me that night and I didn't respond till the next day and you were so mad. So H- yeah, Hill Dog played the game really well with me. And, you know, listen, I can't help but think that like, I know people say games, games, whatever, but like you played the game with me well. And I think that like the way that that all went down contributed to where we are right now. Both, both of our like my approach versus your approach mm-hmm. and like all that shit like if you had just if it had just been a much easier thing i don't know what we would be doing you wouldn't be you first of all <laughs> right i'm not like give i'm not saying it like that but like there's value there in some capacity do whatever you want live your life however you want but i think that the way that it went with us contributed to us being here and living together and yeah i mean it's other. not like advice i mean it worked for us i mm-hmm. wouldn't say like everybody needs to do it that way or whatever i just 100%. i wasn't sort of in the market for a relationship and you came on really strong and i sort of thought it was funny and i was like okay so i think when you care less it's lower stakes mm-hmm. and it allows you know more fun to occur mm-hmm. it's not as pressuresome or scary or whatever and so i was just kind of like okay who is this like dude like what is going on here and here we, are. we went on our date and here we are. Okay. So at what point did you realize my, what my deal was? Was that on the date? Or did um, you like put I it together? I realized that you were not like, first of all, my age. <laughs> Which all. I feel like fit into some narrative. People were like always like, you, Hillary, maybe we'll date somebody older. Right? Or no? Yeah. But I don't think that people expected me to date a stand-up comic mm-hmm. i think that was hard for people to wrap their heads around people don't think i'm very funny she is so funny <laughs> that is one of the funny misconceptions about hill dog is that she's actually hilarious and i'll see people in your life cackling at the shit you're saying but they still don't realize that you're funny which is an interesting thing but i don't think of myself as funny either i think people think i'm more serious than she's i am very but funny in any event i think people were like what's going on and then some, some of my friends already knew you. So they're like, what? You? Him? What? No way. Side note, you can be serious and be funny. Like that is also a misconception. Like being silly and being funny are not the same thing. Just saying. True. Continue. Anyway, no, I just I like, I think on that date, I learned more about you, um, like where you were from, how you knew everybody, more about your work. I learned that you were not, in fact, you know, an Upper East Sider testing out comedy you know that it was you know your career and you had been doing it for a really long time and you know 
you met these people later in life and you know whatever Mm -hmm. so I was definitely intrigued I was like wait what like Mm. you just were such a curveball yeah um I am a curveball baby okay you know what I'm saying so anyway we had a Wednesday night date which to me at the time you know like there was no night of the week where like I couldn't get extremely drunk if I wanted to. Oh my God. Or didn't want to. We drank a lot on our first day. I will also say this. I'm not, I don't want this to sound weird or creepy. However, I specifically planned our first date close to her apartment just in case things went really well. That <laughs> Am is I allowed to the, say that? It's just, a, sure, because it's absurd. <laughs> like, like you could have planned it in my apartment and things wouldn't have gone that well. So, you know, it was, know. Just, it was just a misguided... Hedging and also my living situation was not traditional. So I knew that like I wanted to make it really convenient in that sense so that there was going to be no question as to whether or not we were going to go to mine or yours because I didn't think you were ready. To we were process. going to neither. I know. But this is my thought process. So I'm well, like, I'm glad I'm glad to hear the strategy. But yeah, because I didn't want you. I didn't want to off put you by my like weirdness. My like un, my which un, we ended up talking a lot ended about up talking a lot about it. So we went to dinner at a place near her up old apartment. This place called The Black Ant. Mm-hmm. And then we went to this like mezcal bar afterward and like had a bunch of drinks. It was a Wednesday night. For me, not that crazy of a thing. Oh, Realizing that that was like very random for Hillary was very funny to me later. Yeah, I was like, oh, whatever. You know, I'll go out with this guy. I'll be back by, you know, 11. <laughs> and mm. then we ended up being out for a while. And the next morning I was so hungover and I had to go to work <laughs> and... I'm sure you guys already know this. I'm sure he's talked. I take work seriously. And I was there <laughs> hungover, tired. And like, I don't, you know, I didn't like date, you know, and, and stay out until whatever time drunk on a Wednesday. Like, that's just not me. And I was like, who am I? Who was that? I'm so hungover. I'm like, had such scaries. I was like, what the fuck was that night? <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm so tired and, and confused. And like, who was that? Like, did, we, <laughs> did we get in a fight? Which we did. <laughs> Um, I was like, did we argue? Like it was. Yeah, we got into a little bit of a back and forth because Hillary was just asking me a ton of questions about my like living situation. In I a asked way a that, ton like, of questions in general. She's a big question asker. It's like her. It's, I would say it's like one of your sort of like intro default ways that you are. I think I think beyond an intro. It's a good way to be in general. But like when you're like just getting meeting somebody, getting to know somebody, you like to ask a lot of questions. It's a nice quality. It's a nice thing. <laughs> I think it depends who's on the receiving end. Maybe. But she was <laughs> so she's she couldn't like wrap her head around this idea that I just like lived in these people's house who I used to teach tennis to. Like that to her was like difficult to understand. It was yeah, it was hard. Understandably, understand. it's you know, I'm in my thirties. Like that that narrative becomes less cute with every year that goes on. You know what I mean? So like for me, I felt pressure too in that way, like at that point in my life to like overcome the fact that that would become an obstacle for me if I, I was also, to be in a serious relationship. I like a lot of information in general. Anybody who knows me listening to this is probably like rolling their eyes because I'm like this in every way, but my in trying to understand, I can appear critical. Like I'm not criticizing. I'm not coming from like a place of opinion. I just really want to understand why or how or what or who or whatever. And it can be off-putting. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> at least I recognize it. Yeah. Now so- at least I'll be like, am I asking too many questions? Or am I annoying you? Yeah, like we definitely rode that wave where like at one point I was like being quiet because I was like annoyed. No, and- you weren't being quiet. You actually elevated your volume a little you were like are you kidding i was like oh <laughs> i was like no but i guess we'll be done with it i was like are we fighting you were like i think so that's funny but. and then yeah slowly but surely you know i i kept the pressure on i kept you know asking her out trying to hang out and like you know we started hanging out like once a week a couple times a week and then you know i asked you to be my girlfriend mm-hmm. you felt prematurely and laughed in my face which was very funny okay we had been okay we, this is an example of a time where you feel like you're not painted properly no it was pretty rude <laughs> i didn't mean to be rude but it was rude i it was rude but it was just so surprised okay we had met in you know early september you know or mid, even midway through september and in october you know, 3 a.m., like we were still going out really late then. Emily's mm. there again. Spencer's there. And we're at the bar and you're like, you know, I wanted to ask you, will you be my girlfriend? And I literally like spit out my drink. I was like, what? I'm like, you don't even know me. And you were like, Emily, did you hear that? And she was like, be nice. Yeah, I started laughing. I go, Emily, like, did you just hear that? I was just like, I thought you were kidding. Like, I I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that you <laughs> had known me for four weeks and and, you know, 
I was just like, what? Like it, it was Spencer's fault because I, it's not his fault, but I, the reason why that happened, I went up to Spencer. I was like, do you think she likes me? And he said, yeah. Oh my God. Spencer is so not the person <laughs> to ask anything like that. Spencer would be like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. Emily was like, oh my God, Hillary, be nice. And I was like, oh Jesus. I'm like flattered, but, but no. <laughs> yeah, no. So we waited, I think maybe till January though, you know, that was sort of stupid because we were fully yeah but it's okay yeah it's okay uh, i was happy with the way it all progressed uh and here we are uh guys i don't know about you i've always been interested in exploring sort of sustainable living uh but i've always just felt as if it's too much of a pain in the ass to be honest it's just i have the good intentions but the idea of completely overhauling my lifestyle i selfishly am like you know what i can't handle that and then I just recycle, I just do this, I just do that. Because I, like many other people, are just under the impression that sustainable products don't work. You know what I mean? I've always been like, oh, all natural deodorant doesn't work. All natural toothpaste sucks, whatever. I am pleased to announce that we have partnered with an amazing sustainable brand marketplace, Reboot Eco, both has a brick and mortar store as well as an online ecosystem uh, for selling a bunch of this stuff. And when I, when I met the founder, I was actually really amazed to find out all the improvements that they've made with a lot of these sustainable products. For example, I'm holding these uh, all natural toothpaste tabs. Um, and I remember sort of the version 1.0 of this product, it didn't fizz, right? So you're using toothpaste and it didn't feel like you were using toothpaste. So it was hard to make that change. So eventually I just dropped it and stopped doing it. These are the real deal, dude. You put one of these in, you kind of chew it up and it's almost like you're chewing a candy. You obviously don't swallow it. Uh, but then it turns into a full toothpaste experience. It's delicious. It's refreshing. And this theme sort of spans across all of their products. Uh, they have bamboo toothbrushes. It's the same deal. They have a special bottom where like the bottom doesn't get gross when it's in the toothpaste bin. Cause that was sort of like the knock on the old version of the bamboo toothbrushes. They also have this serum bar, dude, this thing is amazing. If you like kind of face products, uh, beauty products, I guess, for lack of a better term. This serum bar is unbelievable. You sort of just rub it on your fingers. That's at least how I do it. I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. I'm pretty sure I am. Just rub it on your face. It's like a, such a clean, amazing serum experience. And I don't know how to say this, but it smells like your mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know when your mom gives you a kiss and she smells like, like moisturizer or like products? It smells delicious. It smells like an old world delicious face product. This stuff's amazing. The other product that I've been using that I've really been liking is the shampoo. The shampoo bar, it's amazing. I, you know, my hair just feels so lush, luscious. It's just delicious, dude. Come over and take a bite out of my hair. Uh, either, either way, Reboot Eco's got you covered for any sustainable products that make sense for lazy people, which is what I am. If you find yourself in the 860 area, shout out to Connecticut, um, Middletown, Connecticut, there's a Reboot Eco brick and mortar store. It's right near the river. It's super cool. Um, feels like a really kind of like revamped vibe, like a very like Brooklyn kind of vibe to me. Uh, the store is super sick, really cool. I have been in there. Uh, and you can also go to the website because this Plastic Free July, Reboot Eco is offering listeners of the pod a 15% discount off of all online sales. Just go to RebootEco.com, use promo code OOPS to get 15% off of your online purchase. Uh, Plastic Free July is a great opportunity to take stock of some of the unnecessary waste in your life and switch to a better alternative. Check out RebootEco.com, that's R-E-B-O-O-T-E-C-O.com or at Reboot Eco on Facebook and Instagram for inspiration and guidance and start making better choices today. So let's move on. Let's get into a couple like uh, quicker subjects maybe because there's just so much good stuff to cover here. Okay. Um, okay. This is one thing that we have not talked about yet, but after our first date, I kissed you and you did not kiss me back, I but you allowed the kiss to occur. I didn't really know it was happening, to be honest. And I just, yeah, I sort of just stood there. I kissed a wax figure of Hilda. I was just like, oh. Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't know. Everything about you and your courtship and our date and like the timeline and just, I was just so surprised. You were just such a new thing to me. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, you looked I'm, so fucking 
sexy in these pictures. I'm sorry if this is unco- makes you uncomfortable. Uh, what? The pic- probably making every single <laughs> listener uncomfortable. Can you please chill? What? The pic, the, no, the pictures of you online that people that Teddy was sending me, I was like really, I was like annoyed by it. Like I didn't like looking at it because I was like, I want that. I'm sorry. Is this insane? Yes, this is insane. <laughs> Can you? Okay, sorry. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. But anyway, I was really interested and really, ch- I thought I found uh, well, That was clear. Okay. That was clear. So, anyway. Yeah, I think we so, covered that. There's that. All right. Um, all right. Moving on. Some more general things that you guys are asking about that also I think would be funny to talk about here. Um, first of all, if you have any pet peeves about me. <sighs> sure do. Um, well, I mean, I, you're going to have to help me a little bit. Um Oh, I fucking hate Zelda. <laughs> oh my God. If I hear, mm, ah, mm, ah, mm, ah, mm, ah, I like literally want to like collapse. And now our apartment is a little bit closer and cozier and you can just hear it. And it's just like, mm, ah, mm, ah, <laughs> like Link, whatever, fucking climbing. And I just, and he never gets where he needs to go. And I, I just, I cannot handle it when I've like walked in and it's, let me be crystal clear. I don't have a problem with video games. I'm actually like really interested in the concept of video games as like a vehicle for learning. Like they're mm-hmm. so like the way that you know how to like build stuff through Zelda. I'm like, that needs to be like replicated in like education, education or right. something. Like totally. the way that you, if you were playing like a historical game, the way that you would be able to like figure it out or kids would be able to figure it out. I feel like there's some merit to that. So I like (laughs) video games and I am fine with one playing them. I hate the soundtrack of Zelda. So from your take of the game of Zelda itself, do you have any general thoughts about what's happening in the game? Because occasionally I'll see her looking at the TV while I'm playing. Typically she's not paying attention. She might as well just be staring at a wall. She's clearly thinking about something else. But I watch her watching me do stuff and I want to show off. I want to be like, look what I can do. I can I can fuse this bomb flower onto this arrow and it explodes. It's it's an improvement from Breath of the Wild. What are your thoughts on the general game? Um... I know you say it's really beautiful and I think (laughs) I think I just read this book actually about like the building of video games. It was fiction. So it was like about these people who build video games. This is a book recommendation, by the way. I'm sure they'd love your Um, book recs. I I think it's popular right now. My mom had me read it. It's called Tomorrow, Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Cool. Um, It's really cool. I really liked it. But I can see how like. It's like, isn't it called like open source or whatever? How like open you, world. Open world. Like mm-hmm. you can make whatever happen happen and mm-hmm. you can build stuff. And you saw, you showed me that somebody built this like torture chamber for whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like was it's cool. <laughs> and I, I like that creativity element. I don't like that it just doesn't feel like you can ever finish it. Like I feel like you're like in this labyrinth mm-hmm. and I feel like you're going to play forever. It's true. So yeah. like when I've watched you or participated with you playing other games where there are clear levels or like clear forward or oh, like you liked movement. Mario. I mean, who doesn't love Mario? Yeah. Mario Odyssey is a good game. Yeah. Whatever. I, I like video games. Like mm-hmm. I said, but this idea like that Zelda. there's like this labyrinth that we're never going to be out of Zelda. Like when you're playing it, I keep thinking <laughs> how, how you're never going to be done. And this is like, <laughs> this sound is, is just going to like kill me. Yeah. I like panicked last week. It's so terrible. That's so really I funny. really don't like it. Oh my God. We were in Pilates, which by the way, you little ballerina, sir, <laughs> doing New York Pilates with you is a trip. But Can you tell them a little bit about that too? I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to explain it. I guess if this is like record, like video, they were having us like in second position. So if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's like your feet turned out and stepped apart. Like how you would do like a squat and any dancer would know what I'm saying. And Louisa had us like releve or go up on her toes and and bring our hands to fifth position. And Julio's in front of me, like wide stance, tush out, you know, feet open. He has natural turnout. One of the first things my mom said to me, look at his turnout. And then I know I was like, I was like, not even look at the dimples or something. Look at that turnout. And Julio's like, up, down. Up, down. And I was just like, how did I get here? <laughs> I turned around to see your reaction because I knew you were going to be dying. You were dying. And yeah. Stuff. And then you and Louisa started making fun of me. Louisa's like, he's a little ballerina. Or you I said mean, that. <laughs> he, she's like, I'll give you some inner thighs. 
Yeah. Um, I got anyway, maybe. but there was a girl in in the class who was like equally obsessed with Zelda and talking oh, yeah. about it. She's like, oh, this is the only thing that could get me away yeah. from, you know, the console. And I was just like, oh, God, like <laughs> this is not going to be over for a while. Yeah. So I just I can appreciate it's it's, you know, technicality, but I don't I don't love it. Yeah, I don't love it. OK, that's good. That's a fair one. OK. Um, OK, my, let's talk about my dad. Your relationship with my dad. <laughs> my relationship with your dad's great. Tell us about my dad a little bit. And then I know you have a really funny... The first time Hillary was like really at our house, we made it clear that Hillary had a job. Now, you'd think that my dad... <laughs> my dad's a professor. You'd think he would like understand jobs better. He like kind of doesn't. Like his job, he's a professor, but he's very professorly in that like somehow to him like people shouldn't work that hard. <laughs> he's like very like European. He like is always worried that Hillary's working too much. This idea, like, <laughs> this idea that, like, I have a job as this, like, unique characteristic that, like, sets me apart in the world and needs to be cured is this, like, new, this is, like, only the Giulio Gallerati sphere. Yeah. Like, every, no, like, how much we have to say, like, just objectively, I have a job is, like, so not just related to your dad. I just mean in general. If we you talk, talk about, about Hillary a having a job. Like everyone else has a job except for like, I mean, you have one too, but it's a little different. So yeah, yeah. I, I won't say you don't have a job, but conventionally speaking, it's fine. It's fine. you I, don't. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So I think I actually was just, you know, we tried to prepare your family for my, everyone wanted us to come during the week. <laughs> I petitioned against it not because this i didn't want to spend time with them yeah. Yeah. but because the first time spending time with them at your house having to work i had started a new job not that long ago and my job like require like you know what you put into it is what you get out so you know i'm not gonna just sort of take two days off you know willy-nilly like I, i'll you know yeah. i also don't celebrate easter so like i didn't you know what i mean is like, that what we were doing yeah we easter. also don't celebrate easter by the way well but, that's why we were going and my point was right. i'm not gonna like take time off of work for like a holiday i don't right. celebrate and listen it's not that we don't celebrate it but we the, it is a thing where like they will be like what are you doing for easter like it's assumed that we might see family on easter just saying i don't want to like not pay my family properly but continue sorry oh i i didn't mean to no no you didn't um, i i thought i did Whatever. anyway you were like it's fine you know and we were virtual, so you know you're like, it's fine. We'll we'll set you up. There's an office. Nobody told me that um, the office is also a dressing room. That there's like a dresser for full of clothes and a closet full of clothes. So I was like, okay, great. And the night before, everyone's like, oh, we're gonna set you up in the office for your big job, <laughs> you know? And I was just like, you know, they're like, oh, you have meetings, what time do they start? And your sweet mom's like, I'll have coffee ready. What do you want for breakfast? Like everyone was excited about the job. And you know, <laughs> you know this- Everyone was excited the, about the job. Yeah, this job I had to do, you know? Everyone's like, oh, what time does it start? <laughs> and you know, I wake up early and it's funny. I, I had like what felt like a, a big call and it started at eight 30 in the morning and, you know, it was a pitch and whatever. And, you know, I go up early. I'm like up there at like seven 45, like trying to get settled. I'm like a little bit of a perfectionist. I wanted to be like prepared and ready. And everyone's like, okay. Like whispering, like, go get them. Have a great day at work and the study. <laughs> Julia was like, are you okay, sweetie, in there? I'm like, oh, my God, this is nuts. Whereas at my house, when we're visiting my parents, my sisters and me, it's a we work. All the doors are closed. Oh, yeah. It's Everyone's so funny. on the phone, including both of my parents. Everybody's speaking in in like professional terminology, too. Yeah, optimization. They're talking about optimization, alignment. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the whole, the, everyone in the house. It's hilarious. Right. So like I wasn't used to this like novelty of, of work. And n not that you guys don't work, but you know what I'm saying? Like of, of traditional nine to five, if you And will. my dad, too, is a, is a work beast. Workhorse. Like, but he's just really good about like being efficient. He's written like seven books, dude. Like it's I don't, absurd. I don't, I've never even seen him working. So I don't know how he does it. He'll He's be in the backyard just chopping wood. He's very smart. He's a genius. And he obviously, <laughs> you know, allocates his time effectively, or maybe he, you know, will write when he's you in know, the morning on or campus something. or Who in the morning knows? or yeah. whatever. No one's seen the guy. Yeah. Write, anyway, everyone's months. really excited about this, <laughs> about this um, meeting that I have and sets me up, close the door, start the meeting. I am actually not kidding. <laughs> Six and a half minutes into the meeting, okay, at 8.36, door opens. And, like, now I would just 
like maybe put myself on mute and be like, you know, hang on, I'm on the phone or or I wouldn't. I would just say, sorry, one second, like I'm on the phone. But I was like really new and like, you know. Yeah. And your dad comes in in a towel. <laughs> and I'm on camera. I've never stayed at their house. First of all, I'm on a I'm on this call, this pitch. And he not only like comes in a towel, he's just fully uh, like open to the camera. And I'm like, "Oh my god." He's 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 wrapped in the towel. Let's give him what else would he be? I don't know. Just him in a towel sounds ambiguous no. enough that I feel the need to He was clarify. in a towel. He was wrapped in a towel from the waist down. What else would he be? <laughs> He'd have it around his back and his, his... I would say your dad was naked. If okay, okay, fine. I'm just, I he wanna... also was, by the way, but he was covered <laughs> by a towel. Okay. okay. So naked, covered and by a towel. wasn't he going, shh? Like... Yeah, so I look at him and, and you know what's so funny? Like, I realize this now because my family is so like corporate, quote unquote, if I just gave somebody eyes, like they would know immediately is on the phone and start backing out. Like, you know, the eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, if I yeah. look at you when you come in the room, you, you back out. I looked at your dad, like <laughs> expecting <laughs> recognition of what was going on. And he goes, oh. <laughs> he has like his finger in front of his mouth, like whisper and dancing and being like, good luck. Like as if I'm on this little call. <laughs> And I'm looking at him and he goes and he starts opening the drawers, pulling out like t-shirt, underwear, whatever. And not only am I like registering that like, you know, my fair, not new, but like, you know, the first time fairly new experience. I'm like, you're in a towel. And also my client sees. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go off camera for a second. There's a little commotion behind me. Your dad doesn't even notice. Is this all in shot? All in shot. The dresser and, and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh. And my boss was on the phone. My boss, Nicole, literally, I, I, she, she was purple. Like she, and I, it's funny. I met that client Bro, again oh a couple years God. later, and I said, you know what? You are like burned into my memory of one of the most like jarring experiences of my life. My boyfriend's dad came into our meeting in a towel, and she's like, oh my God, I don't even remember that. I was like, how? Oh my God. I was like, I've been agonizing over this. But anyway. Um, my boss texted me. She's like, I'm actually going to pee in my pants. Like, I don't know what to do. Oh my and God. my text could pop up on the computer. And it's so funny because afterward I was like, do I tell Julio or do I not? Because I didn't want you to get upset. I didn't want you guys to fight in front of me. I also was like, whatever won't happen again, probably. But then I was like, I don't know. All the clothes are in here. So I brought you in. I was like, don't get upset. But like we had a slight incident and you start like fuming. You're like, dad and then, <laughs> and then you hear him just go oh this is great for the pod throughout the house and i was like oh my god so you make this big sign for the door that is like do not come in including you dad or something like that and you know well i thought okay so i don't want you guys to think that i'm a savage and all i care about is the pod i did that on purpose no, your dad said that oh my dad said that your dad the oh, second hilarious. you were like dude you were just on camera in the call your dad is dying and going oh that's such good content for the pod and you're oh, like my. all right dude all right big guy yeah that is fucking amazing um wow so this is funny too and i didn't realize this as a kid like i never like put my finger on this but like the way our house was set up it's a raised ranch and <laughs> it's a raised ranch it is okay. so there's like a big basement but then like the upstairs area isn't that big so it's like there's a living room kitchen and like a little dining area that's all kind of one area then you go down the hallway there's a bathroom on the left that we all shared. We all showered in the same bathroom growing up. There's one shower. So there's constantly my dad banging on the door. I need to come in. <laughs> you go, I need to come. I need to come. <laughs> my dad, oh stop my saying that like that. <laughs> I need to come. <laughs> so we, we grew up with the fucking bashing on the bathroom door. And <laughs> anyway, uh, what? And yeah, they had a half bathroom in their bedroom, but then there's, there's a bedroom. My brother and I shared a bedroom in the study. That's the house. So my dad, I guess, like it wasn't a big enough house for like him to have a place for his clothes. So his clothes are all over the house. <laughs> They're in the study. They're also in the living room. I don't, that doesn't have anything to do with like house it, size. It, it it's does. Common. No, it does. It, it uh, Maybe it's common, but it, like. The only thing that's not common is when everybody says I'm going to be using that room for a call starting at 830. <laughs> he didn't say my underwear is in there. I, I know, but so that's why how we got there. My dad's clothes are all over common areas. So like I have, I have 
vivid memories of seeing my dad completely naked my entire childhood. All right, all right, on we go. So anyway, uh, but but I get it. Why you know his underwear were in the living room? No, they were in the study. No, no, no. So maybe he's moved them since, but his underwear were in the living room when I was a child, if I recall. Oh my god. Um, pretty good stuff. He's pretty funny when we stay there, like when we were staying in the basement and. Yeah, and it's all communal space. We're like sleeping in bed and he's banging on the door. No, <laughs> the door, we didn't lock the door because we just, <laughs> what? I have to come. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's funny. He, come, he came down at like 7.30 a.m. or whatever and just walked, you know, into the room. But the room is common space and it, and it you know, is an entrance to the garage. But you could also get to the garage from the outside. So it wasn't necessarily mandatory. It just seemed like habit. Yeah, and yeah. you were like, dad, like, we are sleeping and like we're adults and like I'm with my girlfriend who's also an adult like you can't come in here <laughs> he just he's just coming. so funny so you no, you you <laughs> shoo him out you bring all the cats upstairs you're like huffing and puffing and you lock the door five minutes later he comes back down banging on the door <laughs> why is this fucking locked what the fuck <laughs> and had just forgotten that you told him you know yeah. that this was actually our bedroom for the yeah. week but it's really it's really fun and and he's such a character and and really just like spirited he's a good guy he's a good he has a very boyish way about him that he I does think is very in a refreshing endearing. way yeah he thinks everything's great he's typically in a good mood he, he thinks i work way too hard he thinks everything's the greatest thing in the world. It's really cute. Like the hotel that we stayed at when we went to Costa Rica. My dad has like never d- done that. You know, I, and we never did that growing up. We didn't go to like warm destinations. Like we had never gone on a vacation where you go to the water. Mm. My mom sort of doesn't love the sun. Like we just never, we didn't go on vacation. We never did that. We go on this vacation. This hotel we stayed at, it was cool. It was nice. Like, but it was like, it was a very modest, like not that, it was just wasn't that nice of a hotel. If I were paying for my own trip, which I think I think I contributed to this trip, but if I were paying for my own trip in general, I would uh, probably stay in a similar place. I'm not saying the place wasn't up to my up to par; it was for sure. But I would never think that anybody would come to this hotel and be like, "This is the sickest hotel I've ever seen," which is what my dad did. <laughs> it's so nice. It was really sweet, and he kept being like. Oh, should we go see if the monkeys are still in the back of the truck? Like he's just like a little fucking boy. He's so sweet. He has a zest for life, he's and he a great loves dude. he loves chatting. He'll call you, you know, fourteen times a day. He called me fifteen times the other day to tell Literally, me about ideas for the pod. <laughs> Problem. I've created a monster. Um, but anyway, no, no, I love my dad. He's the fucking man. Um, and you know, I think him and he'll have a good relationship. We do. So okay, well, we're gonna skip ahead to some to some uh, audience questions because uh, we're gonna run out of time here. We'll definitely. I'm get trying help. to think of Zelda's my only pet peeve. I'm gonna have to. You can think about it more. I'm, I'm sure to, you'll come up with more. I'm gonna and, have to noodle on that. Okay, so first of all, people are asking for fashion tips for this for this upcoming summer season. You have anything? no, they're not. Yeah, seventeen people ask that. Um. Just general fashion tips. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, G- general general um, fashion tips. It can be as specific as you want. Something I, you like in about this season. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm flattered that that that's the question. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna sound like so ridiculous, so funny. Like my friends or my sisters are gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, your fashion advice." But I would say, don't go for trends. Go for things that you like how they look on you. Um, that you feel confident in if you dress for yourself and and what you like it tends you tend to wear it instead of it wearing you um if you (laughs) feel like you want to go out of your comfort zone there's nothing wrong with taking a risk um I know that's sort of the opposite of what I said like you know stay with what you like and what looks good on you but if you want to try something new or it's not typically your style and you're worried people are going to be like oh hello you know what's that look (laughs) you know people are annoying when you when you do what you do to me by the way well you know, no, you, <laughs> no, no, that's different. But you know, you, don't be afraid to try new things. Summer is a really good good time to to try something new to experiment. Um, color is fun. Love a dress. Always a dress. If you can just throw something, a one piece or a set on, that's I guess for women, but men too. A little match and a little match and set. Let's go if you like it. Um, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's pretty good. Take take risks, but also, you know, don't don't just hop on the trend. I don't like to buy things that I know everybody's wearing. So, um, you might get inspiration from someone, and that's great. But you don't have to you don't have to wear what everybody else is wearing. Mm-hmm. That's my philosophy, at least. That's sweet, cool. Um, okay, next question. Um, what are some of the wildest things that you have caught me doing? 
Um, I mean, it's become commonplace, but the fact that you stay up until 5 a.m. by yourself watching music videos is like really absurd. Um, it's it's really absurd. And I know everyone's used to that now and they're like, oh, you know, but it's pretty crazy to like, you know, go to bed, wake up. You're still not in bed. Go to bed. Realize you're still not there. Realize it's you know 445 a.m. Come out and you're like shirtless, hair crazy, drunk as hell. <laughs> watching music videos it's just like so jarring every time and you're just like dude come to bed it's i have to constantly be like it's time for bed and what do i say i'm having fun (laughs) that is absurd for you know you're 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 into your 30s my friend i'm in there you you've you know had many a year to stay up till 5 a.m and you're still you're still crushing it pretty hard and and having fun and not you say i you say sleeping isn't fun. Staying awake is fun. <laughs> Speaking of boyish qualities. Um, okay. Very solid. That's very fun. Whereas I think sleeping is the most fun thing you can do. Okay. So this is this is a good one too. Some of your views on some of the crazy trips that I've gone on from your, from your experience. So whether or not experiencing me actually going on them, being on them, any particular part of it that stands out to you. I mean, it just stands out that I just simply have no like weigh in uh, people are like well, are you okay with that i'm like if you think that i have any type of like sway on this i don't you are gonna go if you want to go so people think that i like have either condoned or approved or not approved i'm like my opinion is is completely absent from this decision um you know i always admire your curiosity and your um ability to plan really like complex obscure excursions um i admire (laughs) your ability to make new friends and build really strong relationships all over the world i know that's like a big focus of your work for lack of a better term but um it can be it can be a little scary you know if you're far ahead of me in time and you know i haven't heard from you i went 24 hours without hearing from you when you were in afghanistan and i was like oh okay am are am I going to be someone whose like boyfriend just died? Like that's scary. You know mm. what I mean? Like you have like crazy yeah. thoughts. And then I was like mad at you. You know, I like had all these emotions and you know, then of course I heard from you and was really relieved. But so for, in my defense, I the Wi-Fi at one of our hotels was not working and I had to do this crazy like troubleshoot on the Wi-Fi settings. Like, you know how you just connect to Wi-Fi it automatically works. I had to be like proxy server off. Like I had to like try everything eventually got it to work, but it was still weak. And when I was leaving the hotel, I sent her a text and it just like didn't go through. And for whatever I'm supposed to have full service there for some reason, like there's a specific number for Afghanistan for every country. There's a specific Verizon number you have to call, which guys you got to work on that. That's ridiculous. Mm. Um, so my phone was supposed to work, but I just thought that it like wasn't working or something. So anyway, and I tried texting you from Muhammad John's phone, if I recall, which I know yeah, is not, also weird. Well, that day I actually texted him and that day you guys had a little bit of a run in. Uh, so yeah. it, it was it actually <laughs> coincided with like a stressful situation. So Very I'm just glad I didn't in. know about it at the time. But I mean, listen, you know, it's a part of your like life and and your, I guess, motivation and inspiration. So it's not going away, but if we can create some type of like infrastructure <laughs> to make it a little less stressful. Yeah. I mean, the only thing about it is that I've said to you is like, you don't necessarily need to do like the greatest hits all in a row. <laughs> you know, it's like, what's next? Like, you know, Somalia. And mm. I mean, there are places I know that I yeah. know you have a friend who listens and, I, you know, listen, I don't mean that in any ignorant way. I just mean that there are, of course, areas of particular countries that, you know, are, are quite dangerous. And I think you decided not to go because of how much security you would need, Correct. which I appreciate. That yep. was that was actually I'm relieving. not a, I'm not a monster or a crazy yeah, person. But my point is, is that like that was going to be the next one. Right. right so right. I don't think we need to do like, you know. Yeah, fair, fair. You know, there are other places that people would definitely be interested in learning more about that have a little bit of a lower risk factor agreed I wouldn't agreed. mind that uh and I, sometimes I think back on it it's all such a whirlwind and I'm like I can't believe I actually like did that got hill dog to accept it like I don't know if I had a choice I again I, I know I know that mm-hmm. and I appreciate n- like the knowledge that like you want to allow me to like be myself and like do the things that really drive me and like 
may, that, that are interesting to me. And like, well, I've also, that's how I operate. I've also learned from you, you know, like you, you can't just assume that, you know, a, a place is all bad or that if somebody does, you know, effective research or, you know, has a guy, you know, there are a lot of ways to mitigate risk. And, you know, at the end of the day, I trust you, but I think, you know, you don't want to just say you can't go there blanket mm-hmm. statement I think that's what you're trying to disprove in general mm-hmm. so you know I do need to kind of get on board but obviously I voice my my concerns as as applicable <laughs> yeah yeah fair uh and that that video is coming out very very soon uh in the next two weeks so more info about that but I appreciate the support help um okay more questions these let's get in some quick ones here um what are your honest opinion what's your honest opinion on the bad bunny sunglasses um, on Bad Bunny or on you? This, on me. Oh, uh, no. I mean, they look good, but, it, you know, you. to my earlier point, they wear you a little bit. Mm. They're a trend. Yeah. Um, If you're in a music video in the middle of the desert being, like, sick, yeah, you, can, you can hit the glasses. But I feel like walking around New York, unless you were in, like, some monochromatic all black and, like, really just, like, crushing it not that you're not crushing it honey but like you know i think (laughs) i think that there's there's a time and a place and i don't know if our daily life is it fair fair uh and to piggyback off that what is your favorite bad bunny music video Ooh, my favorite music video um it's funny i just i loved i loved dakiti for so long Mm. Um, I liked the subtle choreography, but I don't know if the, I don't know. I mean, I, I really liked a lot of them. Okay, that's fair. That's I really like Bad Bunny too. I will. I will confirm. Yeah, Hill Dollar is all about Bad the Bunny. Spanish language music. Listen, that's what it is. It's not Spanish music. It's just not. <laughs> okay, why don't you have a case on your phone? Oh, um, because um, honestly, I I was like lazy. I I like can. I always joke that like I can accomplish hard things and not easy things. And I just like didn't get a case and then I cracked it and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Um, I only have so much energy in life. What is the classic hill dog drink of choice? Um, probably dirty martini. Solid. And I like blue cheese olives and nobody has them because most people don't. What's your flight count? Guys, I don't know. <laughs> You know, it's actually funny, though, if Julio and I are arguing and I feel and I rarely right on a rare occasion feel guilty about instigating anything and he's, you know, in a bad mood, I'll I'll suggest that we count the number of countries I've been to or or count the flights I've taken this year as a, as a little game that we play together. I'm to, like, hey, to get me back I'm in like, a good mood. I'm like, honey, should we should we look at my flights? And you're like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Um, OK, skincare routine. Oh, I, I'm not, I'm not really like the person for this. Um, and I'm not like a, I don't know. I don't think I have like model skin, but I mean, everyone needs a good cleanser. Um, exfoliant. I don't know. Vitamin C in the morning. Moisturizer. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I try new things a lot. And listen, I, you know, I love a facial. Yeah. My my work affords me the opportunity to bring people to get facials. So I will I will never pass up the opportunity to get a facial. And you taught me the trick to not getting upsold with extras, right? When you're getting a facial, what do you do again? Um, you just say I just want the standard standard facial. No extras. Yeah, no extras. You have I to mean, say it at the beginning though, right? I mean I think it depends, but Okay. It's not it's not too complicated. Um, okay. Great. Okay, so let's get a good one here. So do you have any advice for women who want to have successful careers? Are you kidding? I've all oh. these all these are real questions. Oh, the way from, you said that, I thought you were people. messing with me. No, I'm not. Um, I did not. I wrote none of these questions. Everybody, <laughs> these are all your questions. Um, advice. I mean, I don't think my advice for women is different than my advice for men who want to have successful careers. I think, um, I think it's really important to put your energy and like your brain power into being as good at your job as possible. I think that sounds like a blanket statement, but there are ways to do that more effectively than others. In my opinion, uh, it's really important to ask a lot of questions, whether you are client facing and you want to make sure you're, you know, meeting their needs or internally you're learning something new. If you don't know what somebody's saying or you walk away from a call not understanding, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. So 
try to put all of your energy into knowing as much as you possibly can about what it means to work for your company or what success looks like or longer term growth plans. And if you do that, I think you'll be really good at your job. I think you'll meet your manager's expectations and you'll identify areas for your own growth. It's pretty damn good. And that's a good way to take it home. Oh, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to add? Um, no, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I'm made for the, the podcast life. So I hope that it was an enjoyable episode. Um, thanks for having me on. And I think also, you know, for you two, it's going to be really, really fun ride. I know that it's a big shakeup. Um, but, you know, all your listeners, you guys are so warm and and you have such a nice community. So I'm excited for you guys all for this next chapter. And it's going to be really fun, I think. Thanks. I, was, I had a really nice time talking with you. I'm proud of you. And I think you're uh, just a great girl. And I'm lucky to be with you. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. You're welcome. Love all right. You. Anyways, guys, at Oops the Podcast, uh, you know where to find us. Oopspodcast at gmail.com for emails. Uh, I'm going to be, like I said, Austin, Texas, end of July, or sorry, the middle of July, July 14th, Vulcan Gas Company, Stan Comedy Club, New York City, August 10th. Um, and, you know, listen to all our stuff. Listen to the YouTube. Listen on, on the podcast app. Let us know what kind of guests you want to see, what you want us to talk about. Uh, we're happy to dive into all, all topics and let you know what we're thinking. Uh, oops, the podcast. I'm Julio. He's Ryan. She's Hill Dog. Goodbye.